it's got to start at the top with the leadership. So like in a, in a healthcare practice, for example, the lead administrator and the lead medical doctor need to understand that when they treat employees well, employees will treat customers well. So it starts with them, the mission, the values, the vision, like everyone needs to be on board with that. Then we need to, and then I help them create customer service standards. So for example, we wear names. One of the most important facets of any business is customer service. In business, you are not only selling a product or a service, but an experience. Providing exceptional customer service and developing real relationships with your clients means increased sales, retain customers, new customers via word of mouth, and a positive reputation. You're listening to the Focus on Customer Experience Podcast. Podcast. Benjamin Del Grosso gives you the ins and outs of one of the most underlooked aspects in business today. Improve your customer service and watch your business skyrocket. Now, here's your host, Benjamin Del Grosso. Hello and welcome to the show. Today we have Barbara here. She's from San Diego. She's a customer service investigator. And that is a lost art nowadays. So we're going to talk a lot about customer service in this episode. So Barbara, give us a little bit of a introduction on yourself. Hi, Benjamin. Hi, everybody. Good to be here. And uh, hey, I'm excited. Yay. So an introduction, you want to know a little bit about me, Benjamin? Is that, what that would be great. Let the okay. viewers know. So I am a California native. I'm one of the few California natives that haven't moved to Vancouver. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, so I grew up uh, on a little country in a little country town. But my background, I actually have a bachelor's degree in chemistry. And for 10 years, I worked as a chemist until I realized... I don't like it. <laughs> and then I quit. But the only part of my job I liked was when I had to train someone on something. And at that time, it was like equipment, you know, chemical equipment or something. But it was only 10% of my job. So I quit without having any future job prospects. Don't do that. Eight lonely poor months later, I became a seminar leader. So I joined on with a seminar company called Skillpath Seminars. They've actually gone, I've gone up to Vancouver with them. So for 10 years, I worked with them. So I traveled all over the world teaching seminars, yay, until I realized I didn't like that either. So seven years ago, started my own company. So now I do customer service consulting. So I have always been obsessed with customer service. I've traveled a lot and have had so much bad customer service. And my mom has been sick my entire life. So we've been in and out of hospitals and doctor's offices with that kind of service. So now I focus strictly on customer service and I love it. Oh yeah. I, I'm very big <laughs> on, on customer service and I honestly, even to this day, if, if I notice I've done something wrong in myself talking to a client, I'm like, man, like I totally screwed up and it doesn't happen often, but sometimes I'll just say, sorry, you know, like that came out the wrong way. Right. Cause I right. really, I really want customers to have a very positive experience when they are talking to me or when they are dealing directly with the company. And right. I mean, how many, every single one of us can tell a very bad customer service experience, 
And honestly, it, it feels almost like we're lowering our standards now. And, uh, you know, and it, it's pretty I, sad. It is pretty sad. But what I like about customer service is that, you know, companies always want to know, you know, how do I separate myself from my, the competition? You know, I've got a lot of competition, doctor's offices and restaurants and hotels. And, and they're like, oh, I need to get a marketing team and I need to get the latest technology but what really creates that loyal customer is how we treat them, how they feel when they're done dealing with us. And it doesn't take a lot of time. Does it cost a lot of money to create that connection, which creates the memory, which causes them to talk about us positively. So that's what I like about it. It's not about time. Does it take a lot of time? Does it cost a lot? But it can separate you from your competition. Bada boom, you know, bada bang. Yeah, like the number one thing about having like giving proper customer service is actually caring about your customers. Ooh. Like <laughs> Ooh. It's, it's so simple. Damn. You actually have to care, <laughs> but it, it's weird yeah. because like I'll, I'll, so for instance, I was actually talking to a client about this yesterday and, and I said, you know, I have a friend, he has a company and I said, you know, you always say you have good customer service. So what's so good about your customer service? And you know what he says to me? He goes, well, I give, I give everybody a good price, right? I'm oh. like, okay. Yeah, I always take care of them. If they need it done, I take care of them. So, okay. Yeah, but what else do you do? Like, do you greet them? Do you, you know, do you, do you know everything about their families? Are you, like, how, how much do you know about your customer? You know, when they call you, do you call them back right away? Because I know that if I call you, sometimes I don't get a call back for a day or two because you're too busy you're backlogged and he goes uh -huh. well, yeah like sometimes i don't get back to people for a few days i said okay so is yes. that your standard right because that's the standard you're setting right right and you know i i just think about that right because then the customer thinks you're not important i'll sometimes reply to people within a minute of them sending an email if i'm at my desk if not and it's late at night i'll i'll answer first thing in the morning usually right and most people are blown away, like, wow, thanks for getting back to me. What? You like, well, what, yeah. what was I supposed to do? <laughs> like, right. You, right. you asked for an estimate. I gave you an estimate, right? Yeah. Well, one of the top complaints of customers nowadays is that no one followed through. Either they didn't follow through or no one returned my call. No one responded to my email. Very, very common top complaint. Well, either, either, and it could be a communication thing. Like I said, oh, you know, Benjamin, um, let me look into that. I'll get back to you later. Well, when is later? Is that five minutes? Is that five days? That's not clear communication. Like the number one reason for all complaints is an unmet expectation. So if I send you an email and I expect it to be returned in 24 hours and you return it in 48 hours, guess what? I'm mad. So like if we simply clearly communicated expectations to customers regard throughout their journey, we could eliminate a lot of complaints, but that's not happening at all. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, <laughs> very true because I recently just had a, a challenge with a customer where um, I made a mistake. I made some sort of a mistake. Uh, I'm not sure where I went wrong actually still to this day. Uh, it wasn't anything in terms of uh that it's just the product wasn't uh, working the way it was supposed to. And the mm -hmm. customer was like, well, what are we going to do to fix this? I'm like, well, Hey, listen, if you're not happy, I'll give you all your money back. I have no problem with that. He's like, Oh, well, like, I'm like, like, just so you know, 
I will give you all your money back. Like I am a man of my word. I've never given a, you know, a refund, but if, if I have to, I definitely will because I told you that would work, told you it would solve this, this challenge for you. And it's not right now. So for me, that, that's my word. And I'm not about to just throw my word out the door just because I sold you something. Right. And right. he goes, Oh, okay. And then he's like, well, when are we going to get this corrected? And I said, well, I can, I can be there like today. Oh, okay. Really like that quick. I'm like, well, yeah. Like I, I, I take care of my customers, right? Like <laughs> if I can be there today, I'll be there today. If I can't, I'll let you know, I can't be right. Cause it's not nine on one, your vehicle won't start or something like that. Right. And you know, it's nothing like that. It's just something simple, right? right. Either way, right. I, I've actually taken care of him flukishly while we were here. He met, he text messaged me saying, everything's working great now. <laughs> so that's woo, mm-hmm. thumbs up. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go with that. You know, and you know, what's interesting, you kind of brought this up is that even if a customer has a problem with you, like, like an, like there's an error or something goes wrong, but you're kind, you quickly resolve it, you apologize, you're compassionate, you do it quickly, that customer becomes loyal. Not just satisfied, but loyal. And that's when they tell everybody, they come back. I mean, so like customers, I remember my clients will say, oh, I don't want to get a complaint. I don't want to complain. I'm like, yes, you do. Because when someone complains, they're giving you an opportunity to turn them in, to fix it, to apologize and create a loyal customer in the process. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, I've said to my wife a few times, I guess. So I, I do these uh, personalized video thank yous. So every every client gets a personalized oh, video thank you, right? So, um, and, and I say, you know, but it's like, you know, sooner or later, someone's probably not going to give you a good review, right? Because maybe you thought it went well, but it didn't, right? I go, well, yeah. to me, that's a learning moment, right? And she's right. like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, it'll just mean that I'll learn from that. I'll know what I did wrong. Maybe I said something wrong. Maybe I told them it did a certain feature that it didn't. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll learn from that challenge and grow because it'll mm-hmm. happen to somebody else. And that's right. you have to listen to your customers. And it's, it's very strange. So, and, and I'll, I'll talk to my customers about this as well. And I was telling the, the customer, him and I had like a good hour and a half long conversation uh, yesterday. I said to him, you know, you have to listen to your customers. And early on in, with my business, I would just go and I was focusing on the transaction. It was like, I got your money. Okay. See you later. Have a good day. And then mm-hmm. the phone calls would start coming in. How do I mm. pair my phone? How do I download a video? How do I do this? And I would just like, well, you know, like uh, the instructions are there and I'll walk you through it over the phone. Right. And I'm like kind of doing it while I'm talking and working. And really, I, it wasn't a good customer experience. And then right. it was like a light bulb went off. What am I doing? I'm just focusing on the transaction. You know, Amazon can do that. So right. why am I trying to be like Amazon? I, I need to focus on being different. So mm-hmm. I started realizing I need to spend time showing them how this works before I leave. That way there isn't these conversations happening. It's not that I don't mm-hmm. want them to call me. It's that they're already saying something to me. I don't know right. how it works. You had, you were here. You could have showed me, but you didn't. Right. Right. And it's, right. it was just me going, okay, I screwed up. I got to do this better. Right. Right. Yeah. So you just got to listen to your customers, but a lot of people right. won't listen to their customers. Right. Exactly. And I think what you said too is uh, important is um, 
we're we're good. A lot of customer service agents and companies they're good at the being efficient. You know, like I, I called you a doctor's office. Oh, uh, name, medical record. Please have a seat. Okay, go get your shot. Go, like they're good at processing people. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm a human being. Like I want. I want someone to care about what I'm buying or purchasing or why I'm here, but we're forgetting that. Like we're, we, I don't know if we're hiring the wrong people at front desk positions or we've lost it as a society, but I, I want to bring back the human component. Like you said, you know, like be, listen, be present, be compassionate and they'll remember you, but we're, you know, we're processing people, you know, yeah. next. Eh. Well, you think about a bank. Right. So we used to oh. bank at a certain bank for many years and then something happened. And I, so I always had to go to this one bank because our business dealt with it where I worked and they were always so friendly and weather's nice outside today. And, and they're like, Is, are you planning anything special? Right. They just, and I go, well, you know, I'm going to Mexico. Oh, really? Where are you going? And they start talking. Yeah. <laughs> I do no business with them. I don't even spend a dime with this bank. And then I went to another one of their branches and I was like, wow, like, this is amazing. I don't even want to deal with my current bank. I moved everything <laughs> over just because of how they did business, how they right. talked to me. And then kind of yeah. COVID, I think kind of killed that for a lot of businesses. Unfortunately, now it's yeah. like a lot of businesses are afraid to even have a conversation with you, I which, know, which is sad, but yeah. I mean, I have noticed that some places have like literally transitioned back to the way they were. Cause I think, I think the upper management said, Hey, listen, like we're past this. We need to get back to how we used to do it. People are coming back in the stores. We're going to start talking to them again. We're going to have those conversations. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, that's why I like doing business with certain companies. Cause I would like having that conversation, a little chit chat back and forth. And, you know, some, sometimes I'm closed off, but you know, it, it, it right. is nice to have those conversations. Right. right. Exactly. And then like, think, what do customers think? If you remember that, oh, last month, last month they went to, they went to Italy and then you say, Hey, how was your trip to Italy? What do customers think? Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I feel special. Like I'm not being processed. I, yeah. I'm a, my own person. I mean, like little things are meaningful. It's, oh, it's, it's simple. Well, you know, and that's <laughs> like, cause I know you deal with doctors and, and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, right. So yeah. I've had a doctor in the past that used to do the whole, like, how's your mom feeling? I know she was really sick back then. Is she, is she good now? We haven't seen her for a while. Like, Oh yeah, she's really good. And they have that little small talk because mm -hmm. it's a family doctor. Right. And then I've noticed right. that some of the doctors you go to, they, they just kind of do the whole, you're here. Okay. Cough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Okay. Here, here you go. Go and uh, pick this up at the whatever, and uh, call me in a month if if you're having any challenges. Right. And like, there's no emotional element. There's no personal conversation. Like, I understand that. Like, they do have a bit. They're a business they're running, but are you building a relationship that where you want people to keep coming back, or are you just trying to be a like running a transactional business? Right. And here's another thing too about healthcare, which I think is interesting, is when doctors are very um, process-oriented, you know, when they just ask those questions, guess what? Patients don't share everything. 
they're, they're not going to tell you, you don't find out they're drinking too much alcohol. Like they're not going to tell you that, or that they can't, they have like incontinence issues or like, and so then their health outcomes are actually exacerbated because the doctor doesn't spend a little bit of time getting to truly know them. And it's a problem, right? Cause they're going into the ER, ER costs a lot of money. Wait, you know, so it's a, it, there's long-term impact on that. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I, so I recently had to go in for a procedure to the hospital and, you know, they, they get you in there and it's, you know, it's all the questions about COVID and then go take a seat. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they give you your bracelet yeah. or whatever, right. Your name on it. But there's like, there's no, like, you know, how's your day? Nothing. No. There's n- no. Zero small talk. But then no. when I got into the bed, right. Cause they're just going for like a routine uh, procedure or whatever. Right. Um, and there's this older lady and she was just like talking to me. How's your, you know, do you have, do you have any kids? And she just started She, I think it was the point where she wasn't doing her job. Right. Cause she was like, they're like, <laughs> what are her name is Sherry. We need you or something like that. Right. It was like, but, but I was like, man, it was just good because she was being very personable and, right. you know, just talking and, you know, it's a standard procedure. I'm like, yeah. And, you know, I've had it before actually there's, it's a follow-up again. Right. She's like, Oh, okay. You know, and, just just talking about everything hopefully they find everything and then when i got out she she did the whole like well hopefully you get your answers that you need you know uh hopefully everything's good and meanwhile i'm still all groggy groggy from right the, right the, you know whatever <laughs> but it was the fact that right. she she was still trying to be very personable right and that's right to me it's almost like a lost art like i've 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 found a few places to go to like a coffee place and there's people like just go above and beyond and it's like uh-huh I wish I could just hire that person right now because I think it's like embedded in their blood, right? Like, right. I think you're right. Some people, and that's why I said earlier, maybe we're not hiring the right people, but some people are people, people, you know, and they, they, they're born to help and to serve and other people are not. And I don't know if we have the right people in the right positions all of the time. <laughs> Cause it, it is a skill. Right. And what I heard too, is with the whole mask thing, a lot of people are like to wear the mask because they get to, they can hide, they can hide behind the mask. They don't have yeah. to smile, or so they think. Some aren't even brushing their teeth. I heard. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm glad we're getting away from a lot well, of the mask wearing. It's, but it's no different than this, right? Oh people, my god! People hiding behind the phone, doing yeah. Facebook, Instagram, all that. You don't That's really right. know who they are. They got a fake profile picture, right? So. <laughs> you know, that's no different now. Yeah. Now they have a mask that they can walk around in public with and hide behind now too. Right. No, 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 no I right. understand some people want to want to wear it. Cause yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Safer I get with that. It. But, at, but at the same time, it, it's, yeah, like you said, it's another element for people to hide behind instead of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Connecting. <laughs> it is very interesting. <laughs> so, so what is it like, uh, you're obviously dealing with, uh, or, or working with, uh, like medical facilities or, or are you trying to instill how to build that customer service environment, how to build that kind of relationship building? Yeah. So I do a lot of people skills training. So, but it's kind of like what you and I talked about earlier, Benjamin, is it's got to start at the top with the leadership. So like in a, in a healthcare practice, for example, the lead administrator and the lead medical doctor need to understand 
that when they treat employees well, employees will treat customers well. So it starts with them, the mission, the values, the vision, like everyone needs to be on board with that. Then we need to, and then I help them create customer service standards. So for example, we wear name badges, we'll introduce ourselves, we greet people with a smile. So all people skills kind of stuff, but you create a standard for it that you can hold people accountable to. So I kind of go into practices and, and companies and I help create that whole system. Yeah, so you you try and get them talking. We, we talk about that a lot out here. I mean, mm-hmm. it's interesting because we call it customer service, but really uh, I was talking to somebody about this off camera that unfortunately couldn't come on the show uh, due to a conflict, but uh, he says, really, it should be about employee service because if we mm-hmm. take care of our employees, the employees are naturally going to take care of our customers. That's right. right? That's and, right. And, and I go, well, we talk about it a lot on the show, but it's called customer experience. And, but I mean, yeah, I mean, he goes, he goes, your show should really be called focus on employee experience, because if you take right. care of the employees, they will naturally take care of your customers. Right. Right. Yeah. Which means, you know, which, which is funny, but I, I do fully agree, but everybody looks at it as a customer experience environment. And, right. and a lot of people, you know, I've worked for a lot of leaders that do, as I say, not as I do. Right. Right. But the thing is, it, it's just like having that one employee there that doesn't follow all the rules and gets away with it because they have the top sales figures or the top, you know, check-in checkouts or whatever it is in a hospital environment. Right. So that person processes people quicker than anybody, but they're mean to everybody and we get nothing but complaints about them, but guess what? They're bringing in revenue. But the thing is, if you get rid of that one person, the whole business just blows up because everyone else is happier. The, employee retention is higher customers are happier because the employees are happy because they're dealing with other employees that are happy no one's complaining about right. you know bob at the water cooler or whoever it is <laughs> sorry bob right. <laughs> <laughs> right? right but you know that's the thing right but you you want to try and keep keep everybody happy and th- there's a thin line of you're the boss and you need to you know make sure everybody follows the rules and and you want to keep everybody happy and engaged. So, right, right, exactly. Yeah. So, I worked with um, a big medical group here in Southern California. I can't tell you their name, but uh, there were, they had 19 different buildings, something like 3,500 employees, and their service was all over the place. So, they hired me and other people to work with them. Well, the leader, the head guy, the chief, like the highest you can get was a rock star. This guy, talk about lead by example. He would like, he would see people out in the hallways. He would greet them. Hi, how you doing? How's your day? Big smile. He talked to patients. So first of all, he led by example, but he treated everyone really well. And then he, if people didn't get on board, like if people didn't agree or didn't like it, he would get rid of them. So he was slowly getting rid of the negative ones, keeping the positive ones. And now they have a really strong organization. But it started without him. Like if you start in the middle and try, uh-uh. you'll have one good department, one good couple people, but not the whole organization. Yeah. So th- he he was inspirational. I thought. Yeah, that's that's important. When, like when yeah. I worked for Best Buy Canada, they had this guy named Mike Pratt. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Um, I think he was the vice president for Canada. 
if I remember correctly. And I remember he came to the store and, and I remember he came and talked to me and I'm just like some supervisor. And I'm thinking like, I can't believe this guy's talking to me. And, and I choose to talk to him about how you need, uh, the, you know, we keep using these little connectors in the bay and they fail all the time. And, you know, we really should be using these. I know they cost a little bit more, but what's this? And the whole time he's all like, really? Connectors. Okay. And he's like writing shit. I don't know if he even gave a crap, to be honest. But the, the thing is, is he was fully engaged in the conversation. He was talking to me. Is there anything else that you see that we should be, you know, fixing around here or making better or whatever? Positive, big smile the whole time. And I mean, I even seen him, you know, engage with some customers while he was at the store. And I mean, you know, there's plenty of people who are in positions like that, that would be, say, it's not worth my time. It's, it's you know, it's above my, you know, it's below my, right. pay. you know, right. like they it's have that my kind job. Of thing. Right. Yeah. And I noticed that if you go to businesses where, where everybody's greeting you, typically they have a very positive culture. And if you mm-hmm. go to a place where like, no one will talk to you and they walk by you, like you're not even there. Instead right. of saying, hey, what are you looking for? Well, I was looking for yeah. tape measures. Oh, they're actually in aisle five. Can I walk you over there? I'll show you. We actually right. have a whole bunch. Right. Oh, wow, really? Uh, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, let's go over there. <laughs> right? But, right. But you, that's the difference between just like not caring and building like a, a customer-focused business. Right. That's right. I agree. I agree, Benjamin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Great. We're getting along here. <laughs> so, um, anyways, uh, you, you got a whole bunch of questions here. So what are, what are your thoughts on social media and the cut and customer service? Oh, social media. Oh, it makes me cray cray. <laughs> so but when I consult with a client, the first thing I do is I Google them. I pretend like I'm a customer and I will Google them. And then I will see their ratings. I will read their comments. And uh, it is really scary to me out there. So I think companies need to have a social media plan. They need a person that monitors those comments. Because, you know, if, if I go to a company and I see that their last five comments were from five years ago and they were all one stars. Well, I'm thinking a couple things here. Okay, first of all, they're horrible one-star ratings, and then they're not up to date. Like, do they not have current technology? Are they not? Are they still in business? Like, all this negative stuff goes on in my head. But if I go to a company and I see, oh my gosh, they've got really current ratings. They've got five-star, great. And then they have, oh, they have a one-star. Oh, but someone commented. Oh, what did they comment? Oh, the comment was specific about them, not like a generic. Thank you for, I'm sorry you had the, you know, not the generic thing, but the, oh my gosh, I'm sorry that your dash cam malfunctioned on Tuesday. You know, please call us. I've got some options for you. Like if I see that, I'm like, oh, hey, they're on top of things. So that's the social media stuff's a big deal. I read the statistic. It said 94% of customers go online to check out a company before they go there or call yeah. them. 94%. So we got to we got to get a handle on that the social and then some a lot of customers ask me well how, what do I do you know I've got negative reviews and positive ones you've got to bombard it it's hard to raise those scores so you have to bombard it with positive comments you have to actively seek out 
people to give you, please give us feedback. Please tell us how you need to ask them. You've got to bombard it with the five stars so that the ones and the twos are less impactful. Yeah. But it's a strategy, no. right? Yeah, yeah. I got, I have one three-star review from early on when I think I was focusing on the transaction, the first, cause I was talking about that earlier, but probably the first six, seven months of the business, I was focusing on the transaction, which means, you know, I wasn't really asking sometimes the proper questions. And I was like, yeah, of course it'll do that for you. Right. You know, now I'm very cautious. Like if you want this camera to, to record 24 hours a day, it's not going to do that unless you have a power cell, it's not going to do that. You know, I, I, I focus more on the education than I do on the money. Right. And so now that's gotten rid of it, but yeah, on that three-star review, all the person did was a three-star. And then I wrote, you know, like, Hey, I'm willing to help you. Just let me know. Right. You said these were your challenges. If you can give me those addresses, I'm willing to bring it up to the manufacturer to help you to get this solved for you. And there was no response, but I mean, either way, I actually had a whole bunch of clients like, what's the deal with that person to give you a three star? Cause we see you have lots of five stars and I go, well, you know, just sometimes people, you know, aren't happy. Right. And, right. you know, part of it, yeah. I feel like part of it, I felt like it was my fault. The other part of it was, you know, there was communication on the other side from the customer. Right. But right. at the same time that that's all part of like building, you know, a customer focused business. Right. And I mean, even that customer that I was telling you about, that I talked to the other day, he said, the reason why I went with you is because I read your reviews and your reviews, I just wanted someone like that with how what people are writing reviews about you, right? And I'm right. like, oh, well, cool, thanks. I appreciate that. Exactly. Right? I try, I try people, hard. So. And customers understand, you know, you get a couple, one or two stars. What's, is it an angry person? Or They could be writing about something else. I've seen that too, where they're, I don't know what they're writing about. Like it's, that sounds like another company. So there's kind of that too, but I think most customers get it. If you've got like 50 reviews and a couple bad ones, most people get it. Like, oh, you know, we can discount a couple of these. If every other one is like that, well, that's a different story. Well, so here's here's the other big thing that I noticed that's really changed in, in the way I do things. So for instance, even like somebody today contacted me saying they wanted a a dash camera in a certain vehicle. This this vehicle, however, has uh, it needs some fabrication done. It's not something mm. that we can do on the road, and we don't have a shop because we're one hundred percent mobile. So what I do is say, "Hey, listen, sir, I can't give you the right solution for your vehicle. So if you let me know where you're located, I will let you know who can solve those challenges for you." He emailed me back saying. Thanks a lot. I actually appreciate it. Can you let me know who could do that for you? I gave him a list of two different companies saying, Hey, they're actually all both also located close to where you live. And uh, he's like, thanks. I really appreciate it. I will contact them. While let's say someone calls the medical office saying, Hey, I'm looking for someone who does this such and such procedure. Yeah. Unfortunately we don't do that. Have a great day. Click. Right. That's correct. Right. Instead of going, Oh, well, you know what? If you actually talk to Dr. Korsenko, I don't know, I'm making up names now, uh, you know, in our, they're like uh, five blocks away from us. They actually take care of that for you. Um, that, right. Do you have his phone number? Here's his phone number. Right. right. And then next exactly. thing you're like, oh, wow, they care about me. And if you become the, the guy or the, the person, right, people will start contacting you. Right. And mm -hmm. I honestly, mm -hmm. With my lead generation and everything, I probably give five or six 
jobs away a week to competitors. Wow. Right? Because it's just yeah. not a job that we're equipped to take care of, or yeah. they're looking for a solution that we don't offer at this point in time. In the future, we will, yeah. but not right now. Right. And yeah. sometimes their friends will contact us. Hey, I'm looking for a dash cam, but you took care of my friend, even though you couldn't. Correct. He remembered that. I was like, oh, that's right. Cool. I'm glad that that, that, hey, cool. Paid off just being so a nice person. The whole thing <laughs> is those actions go, it, those are like moment maker. They go into the memory banks, they go into people's memory. So, in that, and then they tell others. And then when they do have that need, they're coming to you because they remember you. So that's why it's so powerful. It's a great marketing tool. Oh yeah. <laughs> being nice is a great marketing tool. <laughs> Are you sure being nice is a great marketing tool? <laughs> I'm convinced. So, uh, so do you have any, I guess, last words or anything you want to say to the viewers, say to the listeners? Uh, well, words of wisdom. So, uh, I yeah, I was thinking about this and it kind of goes along with what we just said about kindness. Like, can you imagine if we, every human being was simply kind to one another? Like for me as a customer, being kind to a customer service agent and then vice versa. Like, it's really just, it's not about, oh, I'm mad at that person. We can be, we don't have to like someone. I don't have to agree with someone to be respectful and kind. So I think if we just all adapted that attitude, let's be respectful and kind. We could get a lot of free things. We could get a lot more business. I think we would be happy. We would have world peace, Benjamin. <laughs> I don't know. Is that possible? Because <laughs> those swimsuit models have been asking for it for years. <laughs> I know they have. They have. Oh, it's such a good point. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, yeah, it would be it would be nice actually. But yeah, no, I mean that's the thing. We're we're all different, and some people like to chase the money, and some people want to, yeah. you know, I guess like I like to say on the podcast, some people like to create disciples that are preaching their brand to all of their friends and all their family, right? And I'll get lots mm -hmm. of people like it's like oh uh, such and such whatever person was talking about you on Facebook, how great you were, and. uh so they just told me I had to contact you. And I, I remember I went to this one lady's house and I said, oh, so uh, how did you hear about me? And she goes, frankly, I had no choice but to use you. I go, why is that? And her mom comes out. Hi, Ben. <laughs> because I did her husband's vehicle. So, uh. so she told her daughter, you can't use anyone else. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Like, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So exactly. Either way, I, I won there. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> it's because you're nice. You get good customer service. People remember you. That's I it. I, like I tell everyone, I try and I make mistakes like <laughs> everyone else. And I'm always looking for feedback because, you know, you always want to be learning. And that's also why I do the podcast. I always want to try and learn something new from everybody we interview, different angles, different perspectives. Right. So, yeah, right. Exactly. Which is, which is really great. Yes. But, no, I, I thank you for coming on the show. This was this was great. My pleasure. Right back and forth. We had some good off camera conversation as well. Yeah, we did. So <laughs> I, I wish you the best. And who knows, maybe we can revisit it again in a year, have a, another conversation, see where you're at. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Benjamin. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to the Focus on Customer Experience podcast. Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. For more information or to connect with Ben, check out Benjamin Del Grosso on LinkedIn at SafeDriveSolutions on Instagram or www.safedrivesolutions.ca online. We'll see you next time.